Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the TR90 Body Burn 30 Support Call. This call happens Monday through Friday at this time, which for me is 6.40 Pacific Time, 7.40 Mountain Time, 8.40 Central Time, and 9.40 Eastern Time. Thrilled to have you along with us. If you ever miss these calls, you can pick them up on an application called SoundCloud by putting in Frank, F-R-A-N-K, Loma. L-O-M-A-S, and either TR90 or Solutions, the Digit 4 Anti-Aging. Welcome to the call. My name is Susan Mann. If you ever miss these calls and you're listening, or if you're listening to this in its podcast and you wish to catch us live, dial in to 712-775-8972, and we would be thrilled to have you along with us this morning, or any morning for that matter. I'm Susan Mann. I'm out of Portland, Oregon, welcoming you to the call. Um, I've been with NuSkin since 2000, July of 2009, and with the TR90 program since it uh, came out onto the market. I came to it through the R90 program, which was a good program. It, it just didn't work very well for me. However, um, the TR90 program, I was able to lose 20 body inches in about six months. I didn't lose an ounce, which is why we recommend that you get the Omron scale and um, actually check weight or body mass against body fat rather than your actual um, just checking by weight because weight doesn't tell the whole story. This muscle is much smaller and compact than uh, fat is, and so even though I was already working out three and a half to four hours a week fairly heavily. I had a fair amount of muscle, but I was able to lose a whole bunch of body fat that was distributed throughout my whole body, which is why it's important when we say get that tape measure up and take your measurements about once a month just to make sure that you're um, still on the right track. And if you stall out, there's a couple things you can do, one of which is making sure you're getting your water, um, adding in a little bit of extra exercise, and definitely taking your supplements. When you're first starting out with the TR90 program, it's your really clean, lean meal a day, two shakes a day, three snacks a day, 30 grams of protein at at least three of those meals. Taking your supplements 15 to 20 minutes before a meal is best, but if not, do take it with your meals. still works. Seven plus servings of fruits and vegetables every single day. Those fruits and vegetables will give you macronutrients, micronutrients, and it will give you fiber. Fiber helps in two ways, one of which is satiety or the feeling of fullness. The other one um, is that it's for good digestive health. And guys need about 45 grams of fiber for that good digestive health. Ladies, we need 32 grams of fiber daily for the same reason. 30 minutes of moderate to heavy exercise at least five days a week. Um, you can do more than that. Less is not recommended because um, it's easy to backslide. So, um, And this is a lifestyle change. It's something that you want to work into your lifestyle, something that you will continue to do going forward. If you're exercising heavily, you can lose up to a quart of body moisture in an hour. So 
it's highly recommended that you um, stop every 15 minutes or so and drink eight ounces of water. And the minimum level for hydration is one ounce of water for every two pounds you weigh. So that's your, like your baseline. And so if you weigh 100 pounds, you should be drinking 50 ounces of water. But if you're exercising heavily or if you're in a humid area, you'll need to increase that to offset what you're losing in body moisture. With that being said, today I'm sharing some information with you out of a book called Superfood Health Styles, Simple Changes to Get the Most Out of Life for the Rest of Your Life. It was written by Stephen G. Pratt, MD, and Kathy Matthews. And um, today's topic actually has to do with a superfood called garlic, which is known as a prebiotic. A prebiotic is one of those foods that actually um, fuels the probiotics in your system that you eat or ingest. So um, it is an orgo, organo sulfur has organo organosulfur compounds, a total of 75, with allicin being the most active in the garlic. You have saponins. You have polyphenols, you have selenium, arginine, you have vitamin C, and potassium. And I was telling you yesterday about potassium and why getting that is so important. Sidekicks to the garlic are scallions and shallots, as well as leeks and onions. Leeks and onions are also probiotic foods, so do keep that in mind. So garlic, leeks, and onions, all three of which help fuse the probiotics for the good gut health. Try to eat to taste multiple times per week. Garlic, a small and humble-looking vegetable, plays a huge role in the major cuisines of the world. It's hard to imagine Italian, French, or Asian cooking without garlic. The big news on garlic isn't its ability to flavor a dish, but rather its considerable role as a health promoter, indeed, recent findings on the power of garlic to fight cancer and cardiovascular disease, as well as its anti-inflammatory and antiviral properties, give garlic the bona fides to elevate it to superfood status. Garlic is a member of the lily or the allium family and traces its origin to Central Asia. Garlic is a major flavoring agent, particularly in the Mediterranean cuisine, but as far back as 2600 BCE, it was used by the Sumerians as medicine and one of the oldest cultivated plants in the world. Garlic was recognized by early civilizations as a source of strength and was mentioned in the garlic, uh, in the Bible rather, <laughs> as in the garlic, yes. Indeed, it was definitely mentioned in garlic. Um, indeed, throughout history of civilization, the medicinal properties of garlic have been prized, and it's been used to treat ailments including atherosclerosis, stroke, cancer, immune disorders, cerebral aging, arthritis, and cataract formation. Garlic's power as a health promoter comes from its rich variety of sulfur-containing compounds. Of the nearly 100 
nutrients in garlic, the most important in terms of health benefits, seems to be the sulfur compound allicin, an amino acid. Allicin is not present in fresh garlic, but it is formed instantly when cloves are crushed, chewed, or cut. Allicin seems to be responsible for the superbiological activity of garlic as well as its odor. In addition to allicin, a single clove of garlic offers a stew of compounds with potential health benefits, including saponins, phosphorus, potassium, zinc, selenium, polyphenols, and arginine. In addition to these compounds, garlic is a good source of vitamin B6 and also of vitamin C. As with most foods, garlic's antioxidant and anti-inflammatory abilities are probably due to the sum of the whole rather than to a single agent. A number of studies have shown that garlic has an important impact on risk factors for cardiovascular disease. It has been demonstrated that those who make garlic a regular part of their diets enjoy lower lower blood pressure and decreased platelet aggregation as well as decreased triglycerides and LDL or the bad cholesterol. Oh my goodness. Garlic also has may increase HDL or the good cholesterol. Consuming one half to one clove of garlic daily lowers LDL cholesterol by approximately 10%, partially by decreasing the cholesterol absorption. Well, I'm not sure what's going on with my mouth today. It's not wanting to form words. Garlic extracts have also been shown to decrease blood pressure. In one study, a 5.5% decrease in the systolic blood pressure and a slight decrease in the diastolic pressure were noticed. While these are modest decreases, these could still lead to a significant lessening of the risk for stroke and heart attack. The end result of all of these benefits is a lowered risk for atherosclerosis and heart disease as well as a reduced risk for heart attack and stroke. Garlic oil has been shown to decrease total and LDL cholesterol and triglyceride levels. Garlic's primary positive effect on the cardiovascular disease comes from its sulfur compounds, but the effects of vitamin C, B6, selenium, and manganese can't be ignored. Can't be ignored. Excuse me. Garlic's vitamin C. The body's primary antioxidant defender protects LDL cholesterol from oxidation. It's the oxidation of the LDL cholesterol that begins the process that damages blood vessels and blood vessel walls. Vitamin C B6 lowers levels of homocysteine, a substance that can be direct can directly damage the blood vessel walls, and the selenium in garlic fights heart disease while it's also working to protect against cancer and heavy metal toxicity. Manganese works on a variety of antioxidant defenses, and studies have shown that adults deficient in manganese have lowered their levels of 
have lowered their levels of the good or the HDL cholesterol. A number of studies have reported on garlic's ability to fight cancer, although further research is needed to clarify <clears throat> the precise role of garlic in this battle. Vanessa, <coughs> got a throat, frog in my throat all of a sudden. Several population studies have shown a link between garlic in the diet and a decrease in the risk for colorectal and gastric cancer. One clove of garlic daily may decrease the risk of developing prostate cancer. Recent reviews of more than 35 studies report some protective effect against cancer in about 75% of the published articles. And garlic as antibiotic? Well, two recent studies have shown that garlic can be a potent antibiotic. Particularly impressive was that garlic was effective against the strains of pathogens that have, been, that have become resistant to many drugs. One study showed that garlic juice showed sufficient antibacterial activity against a host of pathogens, even including antibiotic-resistant strains such as the cyprofloxacin-resistant staphylococci. The second study conducted on mice found that garlic was able to inhibit a type of staph infection that become, that's becoming increasingly resistant to antibiotics. And an increasing common, increasingly common in hospitals. This type of staph infection has become a potential danger for healthcare workers as well as for people with weakened immune systems. 16 hours after the mice were infected with the pathogen, garlic extract was fed to them. After 24 hours, the garlic was found to have been protective against the pathogen and to have significantly decreased the infection. So, best source of garlic? Although garlic is available in supplements, I believe fresh garlic is far better. There is a variation among garlic products and some odorless garlic preparations may not have may not contain active compounds. Here's an interesting example. A dose of 600 milligrams of garlic extract typically produces 3,600 micrograms, or MCG, of allicin. A dose of fresh garlic, about one clove, typically produces approximately 18,300 micrograms of allicin. Obviously, the Whole Foods version is more powerful. Moreover, you're more certain of getting the complete package of food, or complete package of health boosters that garlic has to offer. If you do, however, consider, if you do, however, decide to try garlic powder, a reasonable dose is about 300 milligrams of garlic powder three times a day. And I, uh, and I think I am going to finish up about buying and using garlic on Thursday, and we'll probably jump into extra virgin olive oil as well on Thursday. 
Tomorrow, Frank will be joining us. And with that, this is Susan Mann from Portland, Oregon on June 20th, 2023, signing out. I welcome any thoughts or comments you may have. And at the top of the hour, if you scoot over to Facebook One Team Global Live, one of our leaders will be sharing some information on how to build a new skin business. Thrilled to have you along with us, and I eagerly await your questions and comments. So there we have it, my friends, why we should be getting garlic into our diet. Hope that you are enjoyed that, and like I said, we should have Frank back with us tomorrow.